Today's episode is brought to you in part by Logos. Logos combines digital books with intelligent software to help you study the Bible deeply. Do word studies with one click, search for virtually anything in your Bible, and enjoy dozens of features that help you see more in Scripture. Right now, you can find my book, Virtuous Persuasion, A Theology of Christian Mission, as well as get a listener discount on Logos by visiting logos.com slash mniebauer. That's logos.com slash mniebauer. The Ten Commandments have long been associated with the virtue of love in Christianity. Now, for some of us, this might seem odd. Isn't the Ten Commandments, after all, a list of negative statements? Thou shall not do this, or thou shall not do that. Are the Ten Commandments really about love, or are they divine impositions on human freedom? Welcome to This We Believe, the podcast where we explain the essential texts of the Christian faith. My name is Dr. Michael Niebauer. Today we are going to begin our second season of This We Believe with an examination of the Ten Commandments. Throughout history, the ways in which Christians would learn how to grow in faith, hope, and love was by learning about the Apostles' Creed, the Our Father, and the Ten Commandments. Faith was learned by the Apostles' Creed, hope, the Our Father, and love, the Ten Commandments, or as it is sometimes called, the Decalogue. So this season of This We Believe will be devoted to learning how to love God and love others by examining the Ten Commandments. Before delving into the list of commands, it is important to recognize three key things about the Decalogue. First, that the Ten Commandments are the blueprint for humanity. Second, that the Ten Commandments are about love. And third, that the Ten Commandments are about our hearts. First, the Ten Commandments are the blueprint for humanity. In a sense, they tell us how human beings were designed to behave, and how they are supposed to orient themselves both to God and other human beings. If you look at the last six commandments, for example, they are all laws that all societies would agree with. Everyone wants to live in a community where people don't lie or cheat, or where they can conduct their affairs with honesty and in safety. One of the reasons why these commands sound so harsh to us today is that we live in a highly individualistic society, and so we don't really want to be told what to do and how to live. Commandments then become simply restrictions on our unlimited freedom, and so they must always be rejected or interpreted to suit our personal desires. But this is a mistake, because we are not fundamentally independent people, but dependent people. Every one of us has relied on a parent for food, clothing, and shelter. Later in life, we rely on employers for income, governments for security, mechanics for car help, doctors when we are sick. In many ways, we can think of human beings as being dependent people within a community of dependent people. And as such, everyone needs to behave properly for the benefit of each other. You can think here of an ecosystem how the different plants and animals are all mutually dependent. So if eagles don't fly and hunt mice, 
mice consume too many of the plants, and that plants are destroyed and the soil erodes. You see in this that each animal is supposed to behave in a certain way and is dependent upon other animals. Human beings are part of God's creation and God's ecosystem. And the Decalogue spells out to us how we should live within this system of creation. And if we don't live in this way, other people who are dependent upon us will be harmed. The Ten Commandments simply tell us how we ought to live in response to how and why we were created. Birds were created to fly. Human beings were created to love, to love God and love others. And this brings us to our second point. The Ten Commandments are about love. The Ten Commandments, as well as every single law we read in the Bible, is summarized by Jesus as this, that we are called to love God with all of our heart, mind, and soul, and love our neighbors as ourselves. But the problem with human beings is that, because of our sin, we don't fully understand what it means to love God and love our neighbor. While a bird doesn't forget that it is supposed to fly, we forget that we are supposed to love. We get confused, and so God gives us concrete examples to help clarify how we are supposed to love God and love others. So, for instance, let's say I steal a purse from an old lady crossing a street. I could very easily justify this as an act of love. After all, I could use the money to feed someone who is starving. Or perhaps I want to use that money to buy flowers for my wife, which is an act of romantic love. Now, that commandment, thou shalt not steal, helps to provide clarity on this matter, And so it can help me from making these kind of self-delusional justifications. Now, this example of stealing a purse from a little old lady is, is a little bit silly. But what we're going to find as we read the Ten Commandments, as we truly understand them, we're going to discover that our own views of how we are called to love are going to become be in conflict with the ways in which we are called to truly love God and love others. What we'll discover is that we will be challenged the most when we see how Jesus interprets the Decalogue. And this brings us to our last point. The Ten Commandments are about our hearts. We always have to keep in mind as we read the Ten Commandments that the root of each of these commands is to love God and love our neighbor. Because there's this danger of turning the commandments into a kind of moral checklist. We can run down the list and be confident that we haven't murdered anyone, for instance, and think that we are good before God. And this can lead to a kind of arrogance and self-righteousness. The Ten Commandments are not meant to be a kind of moral ladder that we climb to get us closer to God. Rather, they are supposed to indicate the kind of hearts we are supposed to cultivate towards God and others. In the Gospels, Jesus gives the authoritative teaching on the Ten Commandments in the entirety of the Old Testament laws. And we will discover that he shows both how these laws are about loving God and loving others, 
but also how our hearts need to be transformed by him so that we can truly obey these commands. For example, Jesus states that the command to not commit murder is actually about our hearts. It is about cultivating hearts that are free from hatred and free from every hateful thought. In so doing, Jesus shows us that we need help if we are going to live according to God's law. While it might be easy for us to not commit murder, it is impossible for us to not have a single malevolent thought. For this reason, we need help. Jesus is showing that we need new hearts, hearts set free from sin and oriented towards God. And as we've seen, Jesus will provide this way by taking sin upon himself on the cross. So in essence, the Ten Commandments are meant to make us humble, to acknowledge that we need Jesus to change our hearts, to make us people who, that are loving and who in turn want to obey God's law. In the first Psalm, it says that our delight is in the law of the Lord. Our goal as we follow Jesus and his teachings on the Decalogue is not ultimately that we will do less bad things and more good things, but instead that we would have hearts that desire to follow God and delight in discovering the ways he is teaching us to follow him through his law. With this background in mind, here's how this season of This We Believe will progress. We will go through each of the Ten Commandments with each episode corresponding to one commandment. In addition, we are going to look at the laws from Exodus and Leviticus that relate to each of these commandments, as well as look at Jesus' teaching on these commandments in the Sermon on the Mount. One of the ways to think of each of these commands is like a thread that is being weaved through a garment. Each commandment is weaved throughout the Bible, and it is Jesus that will reveal to us how each of these threads form a beautiful picture of God's love that will direct and inspire us to love God and love others in return. Next time, we will begin with the first commandment, you shall have no other gods before me, which is in Exodus chapter 20, verses 1 through 3. I hope you enjoy our journey together. I'd like to thank you for joining me today on This We Believe. If you have enjoyed this episode, I'd ask for your help in getting the word out about this podcast. You can do this in two simple ways. First, you can text a link to this episode to one other friend. Second, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. This would be a tremendous help to us. If you'd like to connect further, please visit our Facebook page at This We Believe Podcast, our Twitter at We underscore Believe underscore Pod. If you have a question you'd like answered, please send us an email at This We Believe Podcast at gmail.com. Take care and God bless.